Then he aimed at the bear and shot it through the muzzle. It fell down and never stirred again. Yeah, okay. That's how dying works. That's how dying works. Welcome to The Other's Grim. I'm Holly. I'm Rob. I'm Greg. <laughs> this is the podcast where we uh, look at the madness behind the morals of fairy tales. Today we're reading Bearskin. It's like a love-making one. Huh? I mean, it sounds sexy. It sounds super sexy, right? Somebody's like yeah. in a mountain and mm-hmm. Big Bear. Yeah. It's just mostly wah-wah pedal. <laughs> yeah, no, that's actually, when you actually look, I'm looking at it right now, the first sentence is, which is spelled out. I didn't know the brothers were so new. That just sounds like an episode of Seinfeld, actually. Sure. Bearskin. What's the deal with that? There was young, once a young fellow who enlisted as a soldier, conducted himself bravely, was always the foremost when it rained bullets. So long as the war lasted, all went well. <laughs> <laughs> so long yeah. as the war lasted, all went well mm. is said no one no. ever. Is he a government contractor? Yeah. Hey, as long as people keep fighting, like, we're good, right? As long as I can keep making guns. And that's what it's, I read ahead a little bit, and that's what it's saying. It's like, so he's a soldier, so he's a really great soldier. So as long as the war lasted for him, all went well. He's sure. employed, he's yeah. doing his business. Shooting people. Shooting people. Getting shot at. It's a recession-proof job, for yes, sure. It is. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah, job yeah. security, for mm-hmm. sure, as long as there is war, and there always will be. Okay. So long as the war lasted, all went well. But when peace was made, he received his dismissal. It's like, oh, fuck. Damn it. <laughs> Got his pink slip. And the captain said he might go where he liked. His parents were dead and he had no longer a home. So he went to his brothers and begged them to take him in. Keep him until war broke out again. Man, this guy's hoping for all against all the world. He's just like picking fights with his brother and he's like. No, that's my peanut butter. Yeah, that's my mine. fucking peanut butter. You're you're walking too loud. I need you to walk in an even number of steps. To war! To, to war! war! <laughs> uh, the brothers, however, were hard-hearted and said, What can we do with thee? Thou art of no use to us. Go and make a living for thyself. They said that to each other? No, they said that to the brother, to the soldier brother. So oh. there's two brothers he went to go live with. His parents were dead. Yeah, they were like, he's, he's we got to get this guy again. get out of the fucking house. Get out of the fucking house. <laughs> you just, just starting fights with all of us. You just, you know, with the, they're just constantly waking up to him, like teabagging them. <laughs> or just like, they, they, he stares at them in, in his, in their sleep and, and they wake up and then he just punches them in the face. Yeah. Just, the other yeah. day he like kicked the dog and he was <laughs> yeah. like, come at me, bro. This <laughs> side, this side of the living room is mine. That yeah. side's yours. I'm taking over your side. He waited for them to walk in the room. Room, and then he was like made eye yeah. contact with them and then kicked the dog to war to war <laughs> go make a living for thyself they're like get the fuck out of the house I, we can't do anything with you you're no use the soldier had nothing left but his gun he took that on his uh, shoulder and went forth into the world he came to a wide heath on which nothing was to be seen but a circle of trees he's just 
spinning the gun around, right? Yeah. yeah. He's, he's challenging the trees yeah. to combat. <laughs> Come at me, tree. He's kicking trees, punching trees in the face. Ah, the great tree war. <laughs> yeah. He's like, I've heard of, I think, ants are a thing somewhere. I think I could make war with trees. Under these trees, he sat sorrowfully down and began to think over his fate. I have no money, thought he. I've learnt no trade but that of fighting. And now that they have made peace, they don't want me any longer. So I see beforehand that I shall have to starve. Logical. Yeah, real logical. All at once he heard a rustling. And when he looked around, a strange man stood before him who wore a green coat and looked right stately, but had a hideous cloven foot. Okay. Was he not wearing shoes or... I'm assuming he's only wearing at most one shoe. I mean, yeah, if, but if you have a cloven foot, you're not going to find a lot of footwear that fits you. I mean, he could still fit into a regular shoe. It doesn't like, matter if it's cloven. Or like a horseshoe, I guess. He could put a sure. horseshoe on. But isn't he dressed really nice? He's he's right stately. He's right stately. <laughs> he's just got a hoof. Yeah. Yeah. I know already what thou art in need of, said the man. Gold and possessions shalt thou have. As much as thou canst make away with do what thou wilt. But first, I must know if thou art fearless, that I may not bestow my money in vain. A soldier in fear. How can these two things go together? He answered. Thou canst put me to the proof. Very well, then, answered the man. Look behind thee. The soldier turned round and saw a large bear, which came growling towards him. Oh, ho! cried the soldier. I will tickle thy nose for thee. Thou shalt soon lose thy fancy for growling. And he aimed at the bear and shot it through. Oh, tickled by the nose. He was being. Yeah, it was a joke. I thought he was going to really just go out a tickle fight with the bear. Okay. I thought so too, which I'm actually, I'm kind of disappointed the story didn't go that way. I know. Where uh, this professional soldier comes across a bear and he tickle fights him to death. Yeah. No, I thought I was like, I really, my, immediately I read that. I'm like, uh, my feelings towards the soldier have changed. But no, he shot him. Shot him in the yeah, face. He just tickled his brain with a bullet. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. Then he aimed at the bear and shot it through the muzzle. It fell down and never stirred again. Yeah. Okay. Great. That's how dying works. That's yeah. how dying works. I see quite well, said the stranger, that thou art not wanting in courage, but there is still another condition which thou wilt have to fulfill. If it does not endanger my salvation, replied the soldier, who knew very well who was standing by him. I'm going to need you to sell this pyramid scheme for me. <laughs> yeah, look. <laughs> My sister have to buy bought a lot into of bear skins, yeah. <laughs> But you will sell those bear skins, and then you'll get more people to sell the bear skins, and then you'll mm-hmm. be at the top of the sellers. And it's going to work out This sounds like a pyramid scheme to me. I'm going to get you the sweetest pink wagon. <laughs> ah, no, it's multi-level marketing. <laughs> I also have these sage chocolate shakes <laughs> yeah. ooh, that are full ooh. with 27 yeah. vitamins and minerals. Uh, <laughs> so back it away, back it away, back it away. <laughs> if it does not endanger my salvation, replied the soldier, who knew very well who was standing by him. If it does, I'll have nothing to do with it. Thou wilt look to that for thyself, answered Greencoat, our, our, our stately man. Wait, it's a stately name, man. Greencoat? We have a it name, folks. We have a name. Is it capital that G? Yes. Kind of sounds like more capital of a... Capital G. Greencoat. Sounds like more of a descriptive. With a Greencoat. hoof. With one hoof. Huffy, With huff, one cloven old hoof. Old hoofy yeah. Greencoat. <laughs> Look. He's like, I don't know. I think I can trust you. You got a horse hoof or a goat hoof <laughs> some of some, some sort. Some sort of cloven hoof. Mm-hmm. Could be a pig hoof. Yeah, a clove, A pigs have cloven hooves. 
uh, thou shalt for the next seven years neither wash thyself, nor comb thy beard, nor thy hair, nor cut thy nails, nor say one paternoster. Sure. Why not? Do you know what this word means? Paternoster? Uh, Pater is like talking, right? No, pater is, P-A-T-E-R is usually father. Father. Noster. I don't know. Gnostic is like knowledge. I don't know. Father's tongue. I, I, I'm assuming it would be prayer. Prayer. No prayers. You can't You're wash. Dirty, you can't do, filthy can't do. hippie that doesn't pray. I will. So, so, so you not. You're not. You're not washing. You're not showering. You're not cutting your nails, and you're not presumably praying or saying one paternoster. Somebody out there listening is going to be I like, paternoster is a blah blah blah. Look it up as I go. Look it up as I go. I should have looked that up. He goes, I will give thee a coat and a cloak, which are going to be disgusting if you're not showering for seven years. But yeah, sure. He gets a coat and a cloak, which during this time thou must wear. If thou diest during these seven years, thou art mine. If thou remainest alive, thou art free and rich to boot for all the rest of thy life. So he's the devil. Oh, yeah. I mean, oh, did I not talk about the golden fiddle? Oh, he's got a hoof. Yeah, he's oh got a hoof. God. He's the he's devil. Well, I didn't know. Yeah. I, th- I thought he just oh, got the hoof. Paternoster is the Lord's prayer. Uh, you can't say oh, our father who art wrong. in heaven. I will take some brownie points for that. Yeah. I figured that out. That's a prayer. I mean, I assumed he was the devil with the cloven hoof, but now he's like, "You die, you're mine." There's also fawns, though, like um, from like Greek mythology fawns. What's the about? wardrobe? Which in the lion, the witch in the wardrobe? Sure. The fawn is sort of a tricksy character inside of the oh, like the neighborhood, yeah. but it's also like yeah. it, uh, the if, if I remember correctly, the fawn was like a uh, beholden to the white to the ice queen, Got it. and he aren't, he aren't betrayed. Aren't we all? Yeah. He betrayed. He betrayed the kids to the ice queen, but he also felt guilty about it. He wasn't like a naturally he had like a evil and a and a. Uh, scarf. He had a cute little scarf, yeah. and like he did help them out. He wasn't naturally evil. Just because you have cloven hooves. So we're dealing with a green devil here. Le- dealing with green cloak is a devil. Okay. The soldier thought of the great extremi- extremity in which he now found himself, and he so often had Wait, gone- did he agree? He's thinking through it right oh, now. Okay. He's thinking through it. So the soldier thought of the great extremity in which he now found himself, and so, and as he so often had gone to meet death, he resolved to risk it now also and agreed to the terms. He's agreed. The devil gave it to Ha-ha. the soldier. Aha! <laughs> <laughs> I tricked you. I mean, you, you really didn't. I saw it. No, no, you, we all saw it. Yeah, we, I saw your hoof. And, and you were trying to make a yeah. deal with me. It's, yeah. Uh, uh, it's, it's, you know, yeah it's, we, it's actually it's actually pretty obvious. I see you so hard. Yeah, you're not. You're no, not but you didn't know. No. No, no. I knew it was me. Yeah, was, you were playing your golden field the whole time. Yeah, we we Did I hobby. forget to say uh, we met at a crossroads? Uh, <laughs> you gave me a bunch of guitar skills on top of it. Uh, yeah. Gave off his, took off his coat, gave it to the soldier, and said, If thou hast this coat on thy back, and puttest thy hand into the pocket, thou wilt always find it full of money. Then he pulled the skin off the bear. Just dead bear, dead bear. I mean, the bear bear. was dead. Well, it laid down and stopped moving, so yeah. Yeah, dead bear. Okay, so he pulled off the skin from the bear and said, This shall be thy cloak, and thy bed also. I mean, you're not gonna, you're not gonna, you're not gonna clean it. it. Covered in guts. You're not gonna clean it first. No. Bears are Gross. full. Bears are classically. You can. Have you ever encountered a, a bear in the wild? They're yeah. They're they classically stink. full of guts. The, well, yes. Well, they also stink. They mm. they stink. Mm. You can smell a bear from a really long way no, away. No, once they die, they turn into a sleeping bag. So. <laughs> Apparently so. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 
Uh, the bed also, for thereon shalt thou sleep, and in no other bed shalt thou lie. And because of this apparel shalt thou be called Bearskin. After this, the devil vanished. Uh, bye. Uh, bye. Yeah, Peace. Seven for seven years, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The soldier put the coat on, felt it once in the pocket, and found that the thing was really true. Then he put on the bearskin and went forth into the world and enjoyed himself, refraining from nothing that did him good and his money harm. During the first year, his appearance was appearance was passable. But during the second, he began to look like a monster. His hair covered nearly the whole of his face. His beard was like a piece of coarse felt. His fingers had claws because he can't, he can't even clip his fingernails. And his face was so covered with dirt that if Cress had been sewn on it, it would have come up. If Cress had been sewn on, if something, if uh, Cress, like water Cress, like if a plant had yeah. been sewn on his dirty, dirty face, it would have come up and it would have grown. Yeah. Whosoever saw him ran away. But as he everywhere gave the poor money to pray that he might not die during the seven years. Oh, so he can't say prayers, so, but he has money. So he's giving other people, he gave the poor money to pray. So he's, as everywhere he goes, he's giving people money to pray for him. It's kind of nice work around there. So he won't die because if he dies, he's the devils. During the seven years, and as he paid well for everything, he still always found shelter. In the fourth year, he entered an inn. Oh my God, four years. He's not showered for four years. Oh yeah, he's probably got like tiger claws at this point. Like he's got like almost like Guinness Book of World Record fingernails. Yes. Just curling around each other. Those ones were like 30 years. Those like long, those, and it was so, that man's hands were so heavy that like, he, it was affecting his wrists. Did you ever see the pictures of the man with the... Yeah, I remember. Yeah, when I was And a it kid. curled around like... It was so thick, it looked like horn. And it curled. Mm-hmm. So gross. You can't use your hands at that point. He literally could not use his hands. That was his thing. It's He's like a like, great bargain, I think. You get to end up on TV in the 90s, so... I can't imagine the payout for the small amount of fame he received... He just decided that that's my legacy. This is this is what I want to leave behind in the world. And I mean, more power to him, but that he just like didn't he could not use his hands. Okay, so in the fourth year, he entered an inn where the landlord would not receive him and would not even let him have a place in the stable because he was gross. He was scaring the horses. He was literally like 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 in the Peanuts cartoon, like with the. Who's the who's the character with the flies around him? Linus. Linus with the stink lines and the flies. No, Linus had the blanket. Oh right. But anyway, he's the gross guy. Pigpen. No. Pigpen. Pigpen. Yeah, this guy. This guy walks into a tavern with like stink lines and flies around him with huge like nails. Yeah, of course not going to give him a room. He's gross. Literally because. Uh, he was afraid the horses would be scared. That's why the landlord's like, "Nope, the horses, the horses are going to be scared of you." But his bearskin. But that's like the cars of their time, so you know, it makes sense. Oh, for sure. You don't yeah. want your car. You to don't be want scared. your car to be scared. Yeah, no, I don't want my yeah. car to be out of gas. Mm-hmm. I also don't ever mm-hmm. want my car, my vehicle, to be frightened. No. Yes. Your your mm-hmm. car just like bucks up in the back yeah. wheels, like no, <laughs> and just like drives away. Yeah. Like, yeah. No. yeah, that car drives itself, so it's gone. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh shit, my it's car just self driving car, car drove yeah. away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, but his bearskin thrust his hand into his pocket and pulled out a handful of ducats, ducats, ducats. money. Yep, ducats, dollars, didgeridoo, <laughs> didgeridoo, uh, doubloons, ducats. That's a fun one. 
the host let himself be persuaded and gave him a room in the in an outhouse. He was persuaded. In he was persuaded. I guess by I'm money. persuaded by money. Wait, did you say give him a room in, in the, the outhouse? outhouse? Yeah, no, there's he, not he, a room. It is the he room. He put him up in the shitter. Yeah. He let him sleep in the bathroom. How big is that shitter? Because he's like, you can have a room in it. I don't. I, I, I guess it's inside. I don't know. Oh wait, doesn't isn't that part of the deal? Doesn't he always have to have shelter? Do you guys remember? No. Nope. I, I mean, think... these are just random rules. But I mean, like, He's by the, like, you by can't the crazy uh, shower and you can't, I don't know, c- cut your nails and you must wear a bear at all times. And, and, <laughs> and when MASH is on TV, you can't watch the reruns. Yeah. You can only watch it when it's on. <laughs> you can't. Yeah. <laughs> Who can remember all these rules? Uh... No other bed shalt thou lie. Yeah, he's got to lay inside. He's the always got to lay inside his bear skin, but he doesn't. I didn't. I thought there was something. There was something where it was like he always had to have. And shelter. you got to call me every Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> and and if I invite you to dinner, you will come and you will bring potato salad. All right, so he gets to lie in the outhouse. Bearskin was, however, obliged to promise not to let himself be seen, lest the inn should get a bad name. As Bearskin was sitting alone in the evening and wishing from the bottom of his heart that the seven years were over, he heard a loud lamenting in a neighboring room. Of the outhouse? The neighboring outhouse. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, crying. this landlord, this landlord yeah. is renting out all the outhouse rooms. <laughs> They're using all the available space. It's like when you go to a concert yeah. and there's just a row of porta potties. Yeah. And so, like, you can hear who's ever in the next porta potty. Yeah. But he's, like, sleeping sure. in the porta potty. Can you imagine, like, you go to the outhouse in the middle of the night and you're like, fuck, I hate when I have to go to the bathroom in the middle of the night. And then you go to the outhouse and there's just a guy dressed like a bear with <laughs> <laughs> smells like shit, Figured just long nails. <laughs> and he's just as scared as you are. And you're he's like, like uh, he's uh, like, he's like, I'm so sorry. Here's a pocket full of ducats. <laughs> Here's money. To pretend like you didn't see me. Don't tell anybody. Like, okay, bye. I guess uh, I'll go use go poop in the woods today. <laughs> Bearskin was sitting alone in the evening and wishing from the bottom of his heart the seven years were over. He heard a loud lamenting in the neighboring room. He had a compassionate heart, so he opened the door and saw an old man weeping bitterly and wringing his hands. Bearskin went nearer, but the man sprang to his feet and tried to escape from him. At last, when the man perceived that Bearskin's voice was human, he let himself be prevailed on. And also, Bearskin is also a handful of ducats. And by kind words, Bearskin succeeded so far that the old man revealed the cause of his grief. His property had dwindled away by degrees. He and his daughters would have to starve. And he was so poor that he could not pay the innkeeper and was to be put in prison. I'm immediately wondering which kind of are these daughters pretty, uh, ugly. I mean, apparently wicked, not kind. Yeah, nothing. Or their stepdaughters. Yeah. Ste- no, no, okay, that's it. We don't also, have can we appreciate that? Like, if you were poor enough, you just they just put you in prison. They're like, God, you're so poor. You just go to prison. Yeah, exactly. I, was just, I actually just was like, because I was watching some period pieces, and then uh, they were talking about workhouses, and I was like, what are workhouses? And I started looking it up, and I'm like, oh, this was literally. The Victorian answer to punish you for being poor, mm-hmm. to keep you off of welfare. And yeah. it's horrifying. And like, they were literally built around shame. Can we talk about how he's going to get sent to this debtor's prison from basically staying in a medieval version of a Motel 6? I know. 
It's like it's like you it's like you log it's like you 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 go to an econo lodge and yes. the next morning you wake up and you're like, oh sorry, I can't pay the forty bucks for the room. To debtors prison. <laughs> <laughs> Just awful. Yeah, no, being poor was definitely a criminal offense. It was literally a criminal offense then. It still is. is. Yeah, Yeah, no, it's not. It's gotten incrementally better, but also incrementally still has criminal in the word. Okay, so he was going to be put in prison. That is your only trouble, said Bearskin. I have plenty of money. He caused the innkeeper to be brought thither, paid him and put a purse full of gold into the poor old man's pockets besides. When the old man saw himself set free, this is the first time, sorry to interrupt myself, but this is the first time where we have a protagonist that I'm like, Bearskin's fucking awesome. Oh, the dude can just shake out his pockets of gold. He's looking just to like, just take these ducats. Help, yeah, help everyone. Yeah. Everyone around. He can actually solve world hunger at this point. He just keeps shaking out those pockets. And all he needs to do is live for seven years before he becomes, as long as he makes it past seven years, he's not the devil's property. You know what's going to happen, though? It's like inflation. He's just throwing too much money into circulation. (laughs) Oh, he's going to ruin the economy. Uh Yeah. Now he's just just carrying around (laughs) uh, pockets full of pennies. Yeah, it's just, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, if I'm going to predict anything with a story, it's that he's going to make it through the seven years. But when he gets out of those seven years, the economy is going to suck. That's right. (laughs) He can't afford a house. He's like, I can't, he can't can't finally go to the spa, get his nails trimmed, get a a shave. Yeah, Yeah, no, the inflation caused by by all the the extra ducats that he's throwing into this economic system that's just right throwing things all out of whack ah shit the ducket plummeted oh no yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the ducket to doubloon yeah. uh, exchange rate is mm-hmm. woo. oh when the old man saw himself set free from all his troubles he did not know how to be grateful enough come with me said he to bearskin my daughters are all miracles of beauty. Well, finally we find out. Yeah, good. I was, I was actually Ooh, kind of really was wondering how hot in the face so, are they. It's a miracle how it's beautiful a they miracle are. Miracle oh of beauty. God. Choose one of them for thyself as a wife. When she hears what thou hast done for me, she will not refuse thee. Thou dost in truth look a little strange. <laughs> <It's an> understatement. <laughs> she will not very, refuse you. I promise. Very kind. I'm going to explain wait. that you gave me a bunch of money, and she's going to totally can, understand. Uh, can we go back to that? He met this yeah. dude covered in <laughs> animal skins <laughs> in a <laughs> toilet in the medieval equivalent of a Motel Six, and he's like, "Why wow, you gave me a bunch of money? Well, I got three daughters. Uh, take a pick. I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You want one of them? Okay. She, okay. she can't refuse. Thou, thou dost in truth look a little strange, but she will soon put thee to rights again. Oh, she's going to fix him up. Okay. Uh, this pleased Bearskin well, and he went. When the eldest saw him, she was so terribly alarmed at his face that she screamed and ran away. Yeah, of course. Classic. Uh, the second stood still and looked at him from head to foot. She gave him a little up down. Mm-hmm. And then she said, how can I accept a husband who no longer has a human form? The shaven bear that once was here and passed itself off for a man pleased me far better. For at one rate, it wore a hussar's dress and white gloves. If she's were, just thinking out loud. She's just like musing. Yeah, she's musing out loud. If it were nothing but ugliness, I might get used to that. The youngest, however, said, Dear father, that must be it. Because I assume the youngest is the best one. That's Wispiest, why. yeah. Yeah, no, she's probably mm-hmm. the kind one. That's, yeah. how it, that's how it goes. Uh, the youngest, however, said, Dear father, that must be a good man to have helped you out of your trouble. Of course, she's good. Just so if brainwashed. You, yeah. <laughs> so if you have promised him a bride for doing it, your promise must be kept. Brainwashed. 
It was a pity that Bearskin's face was covered with dirt and with hair, for if not, they might have seen how delighted he was when he heard these words. He took a ring from his finger, broke it in two, and gave her one half. The other he kept for himself. Good luck for either of you to wear rings, because you've... That's not how rings work. Okay. What is this ring made of? Like cheese? He's just like, how did he just break it? I mean, maybe he's got maybe he's got bare strength now. I, mm. I don't know. Maybe probably not though. Wood could be wood. I like how he's so hairy and dirty that they can't tell what his facial expressions are. You you can't even see the smile. <laughs> no, no, he's just like face. he's just like a dark blur. Literally, they said before there was so much dirt on his face <laughs> that they could have put plants in it and plants would have grown. Yeah. So he's got a soils a soil bed's worth of dirt. On his face. He's like a snowman made out of mud yes. at this point. He's a mud man. He took a ring from his pocket. He broke it in half. He wrote his name, however, on her half and hers on his and begged her to keep his peace carefully. And then he took his leave and said, I must still wander about for three years. And if I do not return, then thou art free, for I shall be dead. But pray to God to preserve my life. The poor betrothed bride dressed himself her, herself entirely in black. And when she thought of her future bridegroom, tears came to her eyes. Nothing but contempt and mockery fell to her lot from her sisters. Take care, said the eldest. If thou givest him thy hand, he will strike his claws into it. Beware, said the second. Bears like sweet things, and if he takes a fancy to thee, he will eat thee up. Thou must always do as he likes, begged, began the elder again, or else I, I, he will I, growl. I'm loving I'm loving the voice on this sister right now. This, this, but it's this, two sisters, this, actually. This, this, There's this, two this different ones voice. going on. Thank yeah. you. And the second continued, but the wedding will be a merry one for bears dance well. They do. <laughs> Have you ever seen a bear dance? <laughs> Sorry. Have you ever seen a bear on a tiny bicycle? I know. You ever been to a teddy bear's picnic? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, it's all dancing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. All dancing. Yeah. T- like they, they, they blast like Gundam style and mm-hmm. just like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. The bride was silent and did not let them vex her. Bearskin, however, traveled about the world from one place to another, did good where he was able, and gave generously to the poor that they might pray for him. At length, as the last seven years dawned, he went months once more out onto the heath and seated himself beneath the circle of trees. It was not long before the wind whistled and the devil stood before him and looked angrily at him. Then he threw Bearskin his old coat and asked for his green one back. We've not gone so far as th- as that yet," answered Bearskin. "Thou must first make me clean." <laughs> He's like getting to the bath and handing the devil the sponge <laughs> after seven years. Bathe me, He's devil. like, get over here, bitch, and sponge me. Ooh. Whether the devil liked it or not, he was forced to fetch water and wash Bearskin, I comb mean, he, his hair. I mean, he was into it. It was fun. Oh, yeah, no, I he's think the, the devil. He's the devil's into, weird. He's into a sponge bath. He's weird. He's, he's the devil, like, the devil gets he's down. acting like he doesn't like it, but he likes it. Yeah. It's the devil. Uh, and he cut his nails. After this, he looked like a brave soldier and was much handsomer than he had ever been before. When the devil had gone away, Bearskin was quite lighthearted. He went into town, put on a magnificent velvet coat, seated himself in a carriage drawn by four white horses and drove to his bride's house. Oh, God, his bride's dead. His bride's dead. The story is too happy. No one recognized him. The father took him for a distinguished general and led him into the room where his daughters were sitting. He was forced to place himself between the two eldest, the bitches. Forced. Forced. They helped him to wine, gave him the best pieces of meat, and thought that in all the world they had never seen a handsomer man. The bride, however, sat opposite to him in her black dress and never raised her eyes nor spoke a word. When at length he asked the father if he would give him one of his daughters to wife, 
The two eldest jumped up, ran into their bedrooms to put on splendid dresses, for each of them fancied that she was chose the chosen one. The stranger, as soon as he was alone with his bride, brought out his half of the ring, threw it in a glass of wine, which he reached across the table to her. She took the wine, but when she had drunk it and found the ring half... She at drank the, half the... the- the ring. She, she almost. She, this is why. This is my men never put your rings in desserts or glasses of wine because you never know that thing's going inside you. Yeah. No, she just drank the wine, but when she got to the, she went drunk it. She found the the half of the ring lying at the bottom, and her heart began to beat. She got the other it half. Just now started beating. Yeah. No, yeah. it's been dead. She's, <laughs> she's been literally been dead, a dead woman. She's been dead though. for like four yeah. years. She ate the ring, and now he's going to propose in the outhouse. You know. Oh yeah, he's like. Well, oh, that's, that's where they're going to yeah. move to and raise their kids yeah. in the outhouse. This is where our story started. Okay. This, this is, is like where we our special love. spot. This is our first date. All right, he's going to come back here. In the, in the this is where house. your father sold me <laughs> to you. Exactly. <laughs> Because we found the other half, which she wore on a ribbon around her neck, joined them and saw that the two pieces fitted exactly together. I'm sorry. Also, how many half rings with names on them are you carrying around about your person? That you got she's, she's, she's like, wait, wait, which one is this? Hold on. She, she's one, got like four of the one, little like half one. heart. Like, oh, it's this one. Half heart and best friend things. And she's like, I don't know which uh, which one matches. Then he, then said he, I'm thy betroth- betrothed bridegroom. Whom thou sawest as bearskin, but through God's grace, I have again received my human form and have once more become a clean. I mean, he was human the whole time. He just was a stinky boy. He was just a stinky boy. Yeah, yeah he had just a bunch of barnacles growing up. Yeah. Yeah. Basically. Yeah, he was, a, he, was, he, was, he, was a, he was a muddy Marvin, basically. He was just yeah. covered in mud. Yeah. He went up to her, embraced her, and gave her a kiss. In the meantime, the two sisters came back in full dress. And when they saw that the handsome man had fallen to the share of the youngest and heard that he was bearskin, they ran out full of anger and rage. One of them drowned herself in the well. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> well, I can't have man. I better drown myself. That's horrible. Uh, uh, slight overreaction. That's yeah. horrible. Um, yeah, no, calm down. Calm down. Uh, I didn't read the rest of the sentence. The other hanged herself on a tree. Oh, they're both dead. Okay, so they both just taught. They they just uh, killed themselves. Yep, because they they couldn't. They, couldn't. they uh, had they no other option. Right, yeah. right, 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 right. They right, 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 they had right. no other options in this world. That was it. The, the one man. They had the one, one man. hot guy oh. walked in. They're like, nope. They're done. Ugh. In the evening, this is again. I'm. You're about to be abruptly finished. In the evening, someone knocked at the door, and when the bridegroom opened it, it was the devil in his green coat who said, Seest thou? I have now got two souls in the place of thy one. Oh! Oh, devil long game! Wait, devil that's, long that's game! It. All right. That's it. That's long the end. Long con on the devil. So he was uh, going for the sisters the whole time. Okay. Okay. I mean, how does the devil still own him, though? Because wasn't that... No, no, no. no, no. The two souls got the, the two sister sisters. Soul. Oh, yeah, you right, kill right, yourself right, and right, you're right, gone. Gotta, 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 gotta. Suicide is a... It's a mortal sin, yeah. Yeah. Oh, burn, devil! Yeah, wow, 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 wow! That was a mic drop. Wow, he was really playing a long game there. Um, that one was like a lot of twists and turns. Yeah, there were a lot of twists and turns. He went from soldier to outhouse bear, outhouse, outhouse owner, to bathroom bear. Yep. Yeah, boy. Uh, oof. Moral of the story there. Um, <sighs> Why did he originally <sighs> deal with the devil? Is what I want to because he was like, like he had he, nothing oh, else he, going oh, on. He was gonna die. Of of not fighting. Yeah, he was yeah, he was I, all upset that, because yeah. there wasn't because it was peacetime. Yeah. Well, his only job was 
killing people. And this is the first one. Stuff. Yeah, this is the first one where I'm like, a, I, I, the main character is like a person, a nice person, out to do good things, but also kind of selfishly, you know, still selfishly. And his first thing is like he he's upset that there's no war. Yeah. yeah. Also, every story is centered around marriage, particularly that the woman's just like the object that gets sold to the man. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's every story in this book. Yeah. Oh. I guess this one has a little bit of a don't judge a book by its cover vibe to it. Especially if that dirty book just is like leaking coins. <laughs> dirty book has fingernails. Yeah. Just a poop like covered, eight inch long fingernails. Just a covered book with like three inch fingernails. Just but but there's coins falling out of the index pages. He did good things, but his uh his initial motive was based on death. And then that's what he got in the end. He did get other things, too, but he just caused more death. Did he care, though? We don't get a reaction from him. He still got married. I think if that's how the story ended, we we responded exactly the way he would, where he's just like, oh, shit. I think he also spent those seven years, like, learning to do good. Sure. You know, like, and getting joy out of doing good, even though he was doing, he was living literally in shit. I mean, I guess, but at the same time, like, if you have unlimited money, money is meaningless to you. So why not just hand it out to a bunch of people? You always have it. Yeah. You're not, like, sacrificing anything. Yeah, yeah. No, well, I mean, he was suffering, but he was suffering for an end game of... Sure, and that money is what bought him... His toilet pride. Yeah, he was like... <laughs> his toilet pride. Yeah, his toilet pride. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, it also just, to me, seems like a guy who took a bet. And, like, didn't want to lose the bet. Yeah, he really, he dug in with his claws. Yeah. And they yeah. were claws. His literal claws. His literal point. claws. Yeah. Bro, I, I bet you can't, I bet you, I bet you can't shower for seven years. Yeah, well, we'll yeah, see. Yeah, 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 yeah. We'll see. Everyone loses under capitalism. War is always evil. Don't wish for mm-hmm. more war. Yeah. I think, I'm going to take that one away. I'm going to say, don't wish for more war. Don't be the oldest or the middle sister. No. <laughs> No, always the youngest. Always be the youngest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Always be the baby. Be the most subservient woman you can be. Oh, oh, strive for that. And mm-hmm. but don't strive too hard because you don't want to like be better at being servient, yeah. subservient than other women and then gain accolades They'll from that. Cut your head off, yeah. Mm, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. no, yeah. Gain t- you'll become the most subservient woman and then they 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 kill the most of anything. Well, any th- thoughts, gentlemen? I did try and look up uh, any sort of anything about this, and apparently there is a 1983 short film called Bearskin, or The Man Who Didn't Wash for Seven Years. Oh, my gosh. You can watch it online. Yeah. It's on the website Folkstreams. It's 20 minutes long. Um, 20 minutes. I have also gone online, and I have looked up uh, some rental prices for... Um, for outhouses, outhouses yeah. porta potties. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, I what think, are we looking at here? They're not. They're not cheap to rent a porta potty for uh, your events. Yeah. No. 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 It, yeah. It's a, it's about twenty five dollars a day. So, but I, you know, I think that's not too bad. I think I might actually uh, uh, think about moving. If anybody knew what's in. Oh, you're out. Yeah. Yeah. You're I, out. Yeah. I might. I move out and uh, just rent a porta potty, save finally, some money. Finally, and, I get the bed sure. to myself. Yeah. Yeah. I'll have to. I'll have to. I'll have to curl up. In a, in a, position to sleep at night but uh you know well the fun thing about that is that often as a uh, as a as a renter of a porta potty you're gonna find yourself uh at a concert you know yeah right maybe a construction site right and also during the day i can sub rent it 
to other people. You're going to sublease. You can yeah. sublet it. Yeah, I'm spending money sublet. to make money, basically, that's what I'm saying. Got it. <laughs> Great. Well, on that note, uh, thanks so much for joining us. Yeah, I hope you learned your lesson. <laughs> oh, that's good, Craig. <laughs> yeah. That's good. That's something yeah. there. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> all right. All right. We're finding our footing here. Yeah. <laughs> good night. Yep, see you. See ya. I guess I'll go use, go poop in the woods today. <laughs> <laughs>